Hey, this is Paul Tomko, and you're listening to episode 41 of the Anti-Aging Lifestyle. Look, you only get one shot at this thing called life. And your lifestyle, the decisions you make every day, are either making you age faster or slower. Anti-aging is my passion. My goal is to give you the tools to live a long, healthy life. And of course, make sure you look good along your journey. I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to use this podcast to help find those answers so we can all live our best life. Let's get started. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So depending on where you guys are listening to this episode from, This may or may not apply directly to you guys, but in America, we have had wildfires going on the last couple months, and they seem to be intensifying at least the last couple weeks. So I wanted to have an episode talking about the health risks of wildfire smoke and how to stay healthy during these times. And yeah, the western coast of the U.S., from eastern Washington fires to fires in Oregon, northern California... Napa Valley down to Southern California, there's been a ton of wildfires. And the last five years in particular seem to have a higher frequency of wildfires than I've seen in a long time, whether that's from global warming or from careless use of fireworks, cigarette butts, perhaps faulty power lines or transformers, thunderstorms, whatever the causes may be, one thing is clear for sure. And unfortunately, these wildfires are probably going to be here to stay for a while. I don't see an overnight solution to preventing all wildfires anytime soon. And with wildfires, I mean, you have enormous damage. Fires can sometimes span for hundreds of thousands of acres. I mean, these these fires are huge. The most recent Mendocino complex fire that broke out here in Northern California at the end of July is now almost 1 million acres in terms of area for the fire. I mean, that's that's an enormous amount of landmass that is burning. And as of the time of this recording, it's still less than halfway contained, which is, which is crazy. And how do you prevent something like this? I mean, this particular fire, also known as the August Complex Fire, has, you know, it's been started by a combination of natural events. There was a ton of raging thunderstorms that came through from a tropical storm, Tropical Storm Fausto, that came through San Francisco Bay Area in Northern California a few weeks ago. And these lightning storms, aided by the fact that we had dry weather, very strong winds, over the course of a few days and thousands, literally thousands of lightning strikes later, They were, in the aftermath, there was a total of 40-plus individual fires that had been started in and across Northern California. Now, locally, these wildfires, obviously, they kill people. They burn down hundreds of properties and houses. But there's also a huge amount of smoke, heavy smoke, that's released into the air when all of this debris is burning. And, I mean, this smoke travels very far all across western U.S., And there's even signs of the smoke circulating around the globe 
and being picked up in areas as far as Europe, which is crazy. So during this time of poor air quality, and this is very poor quality air, it's been compared to the worst air quality in the entire world right now. But we need to be mindful of our health and we want to be preventative when it comes to lung damage, especially those that already suffer from things like allergies, asthma, or any other pre-existing respiratory diseases. So one question that we should answer is what exactly is in wildfire smoke? Now, there's not a simple answer to that question. It's really going to depend on what exactly is burning. For example, is it grass, brush, trees? Also, the temperature of the fires is going to depend on what exactly is burning. And of course, if you're burning things like actual houses and barns and properties, that's going to be releasing even more toxic fumes into the air. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a combination of both particles and gases, both of which can cause a ton of irritation and damage to the delicate mucus linings in your lungs. And while there's going to be thousands of individual compounds in the smoke itself, some of the biggest dangers are going to be coming from, to your health at least, are going to be coming from carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, things that are called volatile organic compounds, VOCs, you may have heard of them before, hydrocarbons, nitrogen oxide. I mean, there is so much toxic stuff in this wildfire smoke. And when we look at the air quality index, oftentimes called AQI, this ranges from 0 to 500. And this index is a common index used, at least in America, that kind of categorizes the air in terms of quality. So again, the range goes from 0 to 500, and the lower your number, the healthier, the more pure the air is going to be. So on the low end, anything from 0 to 50 is considered very clean, very pure air. Once you get above 50, 50 to 100, you have what's called kind of moderate quality air where it's safe for most people, but if you have any kind of pre-existing respiratory illnesses, you do want to be careful exercising in, you know, 50 to 100 range air. Once you go above 100, it becomes from that 100 to 150 AQI index number. That's going to be kind of unhealthy for sensitive groups, especially if you're working out outside. But even just staying outside for longer periods of time, it's not going to be very healthy for you. And once you get above 150, 150 to 200, now that begins to get into the range where it's unhealthy for anyone to be outside for long, long periods of time. And once you go above the 200 range, you're really starting to get into much more dangerous territory. Between 200 to 300, on the AQI index, you really want to avoid being outside for too long. Definitely avoid working out outside. And above 300, I mean, definitely do everything that you can to avoid being outdoors. And it can be scary sometimes looking at your weather app on your phone if you're in the States and seeing these numbers. But again, if the range is, for example, between 150 and 200, and you don't have any kind of pre-existing respiratory illnesses... You can go for a walk and walk your dog for 30 minutes or 45 minutes and run some errands outside. You don't have to worry too much about that. But again, once you get above that 200 number, especially anything towards the 250 or 300, I mean, you really want to avoid being outside, if at all possible, for longer than anything, longer than a few minutes. 
Now, this wildfire smoke itself can also make people more prone to lung infections, including things like COVID-19. There's also definitely some crossover symptoms, so it's good to know, you know, if you're starting to get, for example, uh, a dry cough or a sore throat or difficulty breathing. This can all be signs of both wildfire smoke exposure or COVID-19. So there's definitely some crossover with the symptoms, which can be concerning. But there's also unique symptoms to COVID-19. For example, if you're getting a fever or chills or muscle and body aches, losing your sense of smell, these are all unique to COVID-19. There's also a lot of more mild symptoms that you might experience. For example, Things that you normally get when you're allergic to something, for example, a runny nose, runny eyes, or just sneezing, you may notice all of these things, and in more extreme cases, even bronchitis is much more common during wildfire season. Now, the best thing that you can do is, of course, to stay indoors. Close all external windows on your house, minimize the duration and intensity of outdoor activities. You definitely... Definitely want to avoid any kind of outdoor exercise because that's going to cause you to breathe hard and heavy. And this is a tough one for me because I do love to work out, I especially outdoors with the fresh air. But the problem is when you're exercising, you know, doing intense exercise outdoors, you can breathe anywhere from 10 to 20 times the amount of air that you normally would just being at rest. And the higher your rate of breathing, the more smoke you're going to bring deep into your lungs. And it's going to just end up doing more damage. Especially, even worse, especially if you're a mouth breather. Because if you're breathing through your mouth while you're exercising, you're actually going to be bypassing the natural air filter, which is your nose. And it's going to further cause more exposure to the smoke. You know, your body does have some natural defense mechanisms against more kind of larger air particles. For example, if you've ever coughed up phlegm or blown your nose after being around a campfire and you notice black or brown mucus in the tissue, these are all signs that your body's filtering out these toxic particles out of the air before it goes into your lungs. The problem is really small particles actually bypass these external defenses that your body has And it can actually get down into your lungs and actually disturb the air sacs that you have in your lungs where the oxygen actually crosses over into your bloodstream. Now, fortunately, if you are healthy, you do have specialized immune cells called macrophages that are present in your air sacs. And they're going to help kind of remove those foreign contaminants and remove them from your system. But studies have also shown that repeated exposure to elevated levels of wood smoke can actually suppress your macrophage activity, which can lead to increased lung inflammation and damage over time. So the dose, the frequency, and the duration are all very important factors when it comes to monitoring your smoke exposure. Now, while you're staying indoors, do everything that you can to use a good air filter, preferably a HEPA air filter. Now, HEPA stands for High Efficiency Particulate Air, filter. And I mean, most people are familiar with HEPA filters these days, but they're literally like a mechanical air filter that's going to work by forcing the air through a very fine mesh. And that fine mesh does a great job at trapping not just pollen and pet dander and dust mites, 
but also tobacco and wildfire smoke, which is amazing. Now, do not use your AC unit unless there's an air filter in it. Otherwise, you're only going to be sucking in polluted air from outside into your home and into your breathing environment. Now, the best thing that you can do is actually set your AC on in some kind of internal circulation mode where you're just circulating your internal air. Of course, that's not going to help you cool your your house, but it will act as another air filter to help clean the air, especially if you have a good air filter installed. Also, while you're inside, you do want to be mindful of doing any kind of activities that's going to add any more smoke or pollution into the air. For example, I would limit or avoid the use of candles or smoking anything indoors. Hopefully, you aren't smoking anything to begin with, but um, who am I to tell you what to do and what makes you happy? Uh, Also, with candles, I love candles. I just love the scent. I just love the atmosphere that it sets. But it's super important to have good air circulation when you're burning candles, even if you're using like an all-natural soy or coconut oil-based candle. If you don't have access to fresh air, and especially if you don't have some kind of strong air filter running inside your home, I would just avoid using candles at this time until the outside pollution levels get back down to more normal lower levels again. Also, this kind of goes without saying, but you never know. So if you have any kind of wood-burning stove or appliance, I would avoid using that until you can get some kind of fresh air to balance that out with. I would also try to minimize the use of any gas-powered appliances, if at all possible. Now, also, you may find yourself with extra free time at home, as many of us have found during these COVID-19 times, but especially now when we're trying to limit our outdoor activity as well, which is making it tough for some people. But I would avoid doing too much dusting or vacuuming when you're at home, as both activities tend to kick up a ton of dust and particles into the air, which will only compound any kind of smoke-contaminated air that's already coming into your home. If you are outside, a cloth mask is going to do very little to protect you from the smoke because the smoke is just much smaller particles and it's very easy to go through a porous material like a cloth mask. Instead, if at all possible, if you're spending a lot of time outdoors, try your best to use an N95 particulate mask respirator. Again, especially if you're working outside or spending longer periods of time outside, try to find an N95, which again isn't easy these days with COVID-19. And make sure that your mask is very form-fitting and tight to prevent any kind of air from going around the outside of your mask. Now, if you're coming in from being outside, especially spending a long time or spending a good amount of time outside, try to take a shower when you get home to remove any kind of ash from your skin and your hair. Now, if you're still walking your dog daily, I would spend the extra effort to bathe them more often to prevent too much ash from coming into the house in their hair and in their fur. Now, if you also notice any kind of dust or ash particles collecting on your car or inside the house, don't just brush or sweep those particles away. Instead, use a damp cloth or a mop to prevent those particles from recirculating into the air. If you have to drive somewhere, keep your windows closed, of course, but also try to keep your car on internal air circulation mode only. And you can even run the AC to help filter out the air, but again, make sure that your your air supply is on circulation 
internal circulation mode only, even with the AC on. You also want to make sure to stay well hydrated during these times, as staying well hydrated is going to help flush out any toxins in your body, and it's also going to help boost your important toxin-filtering mucous membranes in your body, for example, your sinuses and your lungs. Now, oxidative stress is a big side effect of smoke pollution. So what are some of the best ways that you can combat oxidative stress in your body? Now, in my opinion, the best two ways are through high-quality sleep. So make sure you're getting very good sleep, getting enough sleep, and also making sure that you're consuming enough antioxidants in your diet. I mean, we talk about antioxidants here all the time. But just make sure that you're getting good natural sources of antioxidants, things like natural vitamin C, whether it's from broccoli or bell peppers, leafy greens, tomatoes, berries, citrus fruits. These are all great natural whole food sources of vitamin C, which are going to be much more effective than taking something like a, a vitamin C tablet. And it's also going to have a ton of natural phytochemicals and just other vitamins across the spectrum. And just do your best to eat a wide variety of food colors just to make sure you're getting all the different vitamins and nutrients that you can from food. Another great one to supplement if you aren't already supplementing is vitamin D3, which I recommend for anyone's just general health. I recommend 5,000 IUs a day, and it's very cheap to buy. And also it's going to help boost your immune function, which is excellent, especially during these days. I also recommend including things like green tea, ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, and other herbs and spices into your diet as these are all great ways to naturally boost your immune function as well. So that's it for this episode. Do what you can to avoid your exposure to wildfire smoke and then just focus on maximizing your own immune system. And if you are currently dealing with smoke pollution, I have no doubt that you will come out the other side of this healthier than ever before. But for now, we're going to roll into Tomko Tip 41, where I'm going to be talking about why it's so important to master the art of learning to control your mind. So let's get into that right now. Here we go. Your mind is an incredibly powerful thing, and I talk about the power of the mind often, but there is always so much to talk about, so much to understand. One of the most important tools in your tool bag as a human being is learning how to use your mind when you need it. For example, when you're working on a tough and complicated work assignment or project, it takes mental fortitude and discipline to focus all your mind's energy on that task or problem, especially when there is no extreme time crunch or deadline looming. That discipline to control and focus your mind is incredibly powerful. I would even say it's a superpower that few people truly have mastered. Another related yet extremely powerful tool of your mind is mastering the art of avoiding urges and temptations. For example, when you're busy working on something important, it's very often that you will have a thought or an idea pop into your mind. Maybe it's something that you want to look up or a video that you meant to watch. Or perhaps it's a message that's coming in that you want to view or a message that you want to send to someone. Mastering the art form of controlling these urges is incredibly important if you want to maximize your own productivity and presence in life. 
a lot of people go through life in a semi-state of presence. When they are working, they think about their personal life, and that prevents them from being as effective as they could be otherwise. Then often when they're back home spending time with loved ones, they have a hard time not thinking about their work. Learning to separate your work and playtime in your mind is going to serve you immensely and also make you much happier. The last art form of the mind is also something that I've touched on previously, and that's the art of turning off your mind, to be empty when it's time to turn off. It's the worst when you're laying down to go to sleep after a busy day and your mind just won't shut off. But if you learn to master the art form of an empty mind, when it's time to shut down, you will unlock a higher level of peace and control in your life. But that's it for this episode. Thank you so much again for listening. And until next time, thanks. Love you guys.